Hey, hey, my name is Avery King, aka A's, and you are listening to Days with A's. So here we are, getting better together and having fun while we do it. So I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to hang out. Let's do it. Anthony Diaz, what an honor to have you today on the podcast. Okay, so today we get the honor from hearing from my friend, Anthony Diaz. And Anthony, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody like who you are, where you've been, where you're at, just all the things. Let us in on the life okay. of Anthony. Sweet. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Shout out to everybody who's listening. And shout mm-hmm. out to Avery, of course. Um, but yeah, my name is the, I guess I'm the Anthony Diaz. Um, <laughs> so I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, let's say I was a BA graduate in 2018. I'm currently a junior at Oklahoma State University. Uh, yeah, I graduated in 2018. Um, I was a dual sport athlete, ran track and football. Um, actually, this is my third university. Um, I just turned 21. I've been to three different universities for <laughs> two different sports. So um, out of high school, went to the Air Force Academy, played football. Uh, let's see. And then after that, I ended up going to Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma to go run track as a sprinter. And then I ended up actually at Oklahoma State University to play football. But now I'm actually um, the assistant sprints coach here at, uh, with the Cowboys. So, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Actually, you're catching me at the right time. I'm actually at the Texas Relay. So for the ones who know track, who mm-hmm. are this, Texas Relay is a really big deal, especially for from Texas. Uh, but I'm actually currently in Austin, Texas, right now doing that. So, uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, um, come on. So, uh, yeah. So We're a man that has not been not many places. Um, yeah. You also have, like, so many businesses. And, like, you were just a – when I think of Anthony, I think of businessman. Every time I see him, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to start a business. with." The, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's awesome. But why, what are you studying at um, OSU? Go Pokes, by the way. Yeah. And, like, what do you – what are just, like, your dreams? You just have, like, 80,000 businesses. So just tell us about them. Advertise. So my mom, she always tells me, she says, son, you got – you got dreams that is going to take you 300 years to achieve. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> like, Bill says, like, you know, everything you dream of for the next 10 years, just do it in the next six months. Makes sense. But, right. uh, but no, so, but here at OSU, so it's funny. Going, coming out of high school, I thought I was going to be a doctor because I love people. I love interactions. I thought I want to make a lot of money. I kind of, I grew up in a student at home, pretty poor. So I was like, man, I'm pretty smart, pretty athletic. You know, let's do this helping people, doctor. Cool. Um, life changed, obviously schools changed. So now I'm actually studying entrepreneurship, marketing and management at Oklahoma State. So wow. I'm a triple major, I guess. And I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, once I get dealt all this, which I think I'll be done by like next May. Um, but yeah, doing that. And so actually this what was it about last January, I started a clothing brand company called Tulsa Made, which was, um, a clothing brand company to, um, to bring representation, um, for athletes from Tulsa and beyond. And so um, just being an athlete from Tulsa, I feel um, there's a big underappreciation, especially for athletes from Oklahoma. Um, we get overseen by people like California and Texas, Florida, you know, like the big names, but nobody ever comes to Oklahoma. So I started that company. And yeah, like kind of how you say, like I have like a million other companies. I, I envision one day that I'm going to have like a plethora. I guess I'm not creating like a dynasty, but like I'm trying to build like this, just this platform to where I'm going to have different aspects of life to where um, I'm going to be able to help people, whether it's financially, 
Um, obviously, with clothing, I've had found a nice thing with clothing. I'm actually in the process right now starting a company called Purify Foods and Wellness to where it's going to be kind of like a, a meal prep slash like consultation for um, just people our age or even older or younger to um, have education about nutrition and just like wellness and eating and how um, what we eat really matters. Um, but yeah, I have a whole lot of these. I, I think I could be a motivational speaker one day. Mm-hmm. I'm, hey, I'm a coach right now. I might end up being like a track coach, like a college coach. I might be a college football coach. I don't even know, but I know at the end of the day, I think when I have my hand in a lot of places, I even thought about being a pastor. Um, what else? I mean, I thought about opening up banks, <laughs> opening up restaurants, like you name it. Like I, I'm, all I need to do now is just invent something which I'm not that tech savvy. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm really old school. I know just enough, and I honestly have like the Apple Watch and the AirPods, and like I try to keep it. Slide flag, slide flag. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be Elon Musk and try to make like a rocket. Like I'm not gonna try to be like like, an Amazon. Like I'm a bit. I don't know, but that's kind of. I guess what I want to do, I really don't know. At the end of the day, I truly just want to help people. I guess change their mindsets and just. I don't know, just, like, have fun and relax in life. And so, like, everything that I want to end up doing, just I want to help people because I know that's one of my gifts. I have a gift for communicating. I have a gift for um, just bringing people together. And that's, I mean, I love people. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what, I mean, five years from now, we might I might be in a different place. I might be in a different country. I have no idea. But, yeah. um, you know, that's just kind of, that's the 300-year plan. I want to do all of these things. I might right. end up being the president. Maybe Island, like you laughing, like I'm for real. Like oh, I, I'm laughing because I know you're for real. <laughs> I yeah, know like, you're I'm so like, for real. I hope like one day, like I, I wrote it down. Like I say, I want to have like six, seven different houses across the world. Like, <sighs> I don't even know why. I just want to have like houses, like and it's not even just the cloud chase, but just I think it'd be cool up to you. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't, we'll see though. No, and if I'm being honest, if I were to guess any of my friends that could do it, it would be you because you are, you're like so cool and you just like, you're so driven and like so great at communicating all the things. So I believe in it. I appreciate it. Seven houses, as long as I get an invite. Hey man, look, I hope like everybody connected to me and that's something that I'm really adamant about. Everyone I'm connected to, like I don't want to ever forget. Like I don't want to ever get to the point where I'm like, oh yeah. uh, Who are you again? Yeah, yeah like, no, I love like, that. Hey, Avery Fiend gonna be pulled up in the house. Hey, I'm gonna be every house, you know. We might, we might have a couple of houses to go to, but, right. you know, yeah, I'm always gonna, that's, I'm all about that. You can never forget where you come from, so. That's so cool. No, I love that. Um, Whenever you're saying that, I love, I just love that. And it, every time I think of you and, like, your future, it just, it brings me to, like, think of Luke, um, 18 20 something where it talks about like nothing is impossible for god and it's like how many i feel like i'm in that same spot and even you saying like i don't know where i'm gonna be five years from now like who knows and you you're like spitting out all these ideas and plans and like i feel like so many people need to hear that that like you never know where your life is gonna go but like nothing is impossible for god and we just have to dream like i feel like our generation forgets so often like to dream everyone's like oh i guess i'll be a teacher because that's what my mom is but it's like it's okay if you don't want to do that like dream because literally nothing is impossible for god and that just blows my mind no most definitely like and that's like the attitude that i've had to have just given like kind of talking about earlier like my circumstances just growing up like Literally everything that I was dreaming, like you talk about dreaming, like as a high schooler, like I was being told I'm not going to go past high school. I'm not going to go play divisional football. I'm not smart enough. I was kind of like the shy kid coming up. And then like, 
I ended up being like I didn't even being an athlete. And so there's a lot of things and there's a lot of walls that if I didn't dream outside of the box, which like if anybody's listening, like literally nothing that you dream about is too crazy enough. Cause like it's crazy until it happens. Like literally right. it is crazy until it happens. So um, I don't know. Like, yeah, like I just learned like just you never know where you're going to end up in life. But I know like I think where you as much as you dream, is as much as you're going to, like, be. Like, mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't dream a lot, then you're never going to be something that you think you want to be. And, I mean, if you're okay being like everybody else in the world, then, you know what I'm saying, like, don't dream. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm all about dreaming and dreaming big. And people think I have, like, crazy faith, like, but I do. Like, I just have, like, it. I don't know, like, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not a millionaire. I haven't done a million things. I'm not the best at this, but, like, there's so many things in my life. I know for me, because of my dreaming, like, there's been, like, obscure things that happened that, like, it was just in my favor, and it was just this, like, if it wouldn't have gone any other way possible, like, it wouldn't have happened, and it's just, like, I, I, yeah, I go back to, like, it's just the beliefs, the self-beliefs that I have, and, like, it sounds bad, but, like, I really don't care what anybody says, I really don't care what the world, what the circumstances will tell you, like, like you said, like, anything is possible, like, mm-hmm. literally, and especially if you're operating out of a power that is not even of this world, but are you... Like it's it's game over, you know. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? Like it is literally game over. So yeah, but yeah, it's funny how you say that though. So that's so cool. Um, I want to stay on the topic you said, um, like your your faith and yeah. So for the listeners out there, if you don't know, I didn't know this. I this is gonna be my first time hearing this story, but Anthony claims that he has died before, and yeah. so we need to hear this story. We need we need to hear about it. I'm excited to hear about this. I've been on my toes ever since he, he just gave me the sneak peek of, peek of yeah, I've died, but I'll tell you on the yeah. podcast. I was like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, it's funny you say that. Like so, like my fun facts. So when I meet somebody, they're like, "What's a fun fact?" Or like when you go like do like some group stuff. So like the past, it's just so it's been about like a year and some change. But, like, ever since it's happened, like, what's a fun fact? I died. It'll be, like, three, like, two truths and a lie. Like, one of them's, like, I die. And people always pick, I die. And I'm, like, no, 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 it's true. And so, like, this always happens. All I'm, time. like, oh, yeah, I have two brothers and one dog. And then I die. <laughs> like, a fun fact. Like, oh, you don't have two brothers? I'm, like, no, I do. Or, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so happens. funny. But, yes, but not I'm funny. So, backtracking to kind of what I was talking. So, I came. So, after all my plethora of schools, I ended up coming to Oklahoma State University. Um, it was the what was it the fall of 2019 um, to come play football, you know, um, you know, obviously thank you to Coach Gundy and you know all of them. Um, it was a great opportunity, and so but anyways, so November 26, 2019, it was like a Tuesday afternoon, so it was just a regular day for me. Um, obviously playing football, we're at practice, so practice starts around like two some, and so before we get like in the heat of like four, like it was like three four hour practice, which. Shout out to all the people who are in high school or even in college. College athletics sucks. Like, it's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know how people do it. <laughs> it sucks. But anyway, so we were in the beginning of our, you know, three to four hour practice. And so um, we were just getting done warming up and I was on a knee getting some water with all my teammates. And so, um, but this is where the reports start happening. This is from, so from this point on until like I can recollect what happened, me dying, this is all it was told to me. So I guess I was on a knee and I was drinking water. And so the reports say that I went face first into the ground. So, like, you know me and, like, everybody around knows me. Like, I'm like a clown. I'm a fool. Like, I'm always coming <laughs> up. I'm always doing something different. And so I get on the ground, I guess. Like, I go face first into the ground, like, just on a knee. And so, like, 30 seconds pass, and everybody's like, oh, like, Diaz, like, what is he doing? Like, he's probably <laughs> stretching. Like, this dude's like, dang, he's in a deep stretch because, like, you just saw my head on the ground. 
And so, but then I guess like one of the wide receiver drills was like happening right in front of them. So they were like, hey, like, why is he in the way? Like, this dude got a style idea. Like, it's not funny, man. Like, come on. So one of the dudes, Chris McCune, he was one of the safeties. Um, he comes up and he finds me and he like, I guess he like picks me up and he finds me. My eyes are rolled back and I'm like stiff as a board. And so immediately at this moment, I guess the trainers were about 15 feet away behind me. And so to kind of give the scenery, we're in the Sherman Center, which is like our indoor facility at Oklahoma State. For those who haven't been there, we have like an indoor football facility. Anyways, we were in there. And so the trainers, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? So they stopped practice immediately, kicking everybody out of the facility. People were like, what's going on? So the trainers come to me and they find no pulse. So for the next five, seven minutes, they say that I didn't have, I guess, a pulse. I was basically dead. And so medical like research and like medical books will tell you any whenever you go past three minutes without breathing, usually you're I mean, you're basically dead. But this is where from three minutes on, you're basically like brain dead. So anything past that, um, you can become if you are to be resuscitated back to life, which a lot of times you're not. Um, you're usually paralyzed, either fully paralyzed or all limbs are paralyzed, like, or, you know, you can't ever talk again. You can't ever move again, speak again. Um, and so it, I went five to seven minutes without having a breath. So, um, but during that time, they were like, you know, he has no pulse. Like, let's start doing CPR. So they started doing CPR. First round didn't work. Second round didn't work. For all the Grey's Anatomy fans, you know, <laughs> the little shocker thing to look <laughs> So they had it ended up because the first two rounds of CPR didn't work. Um, they had pulled these shocker things on me, and they're like, clear, clear. first round. Shut up, Second round, I guess, happens. They go, they up up, they amp up the thing, and they're like, it's clear. You know, clear. Wake me up again. Oh I guess God. it woke me up after the second one. So I don't recollect any of it. So it was literally, when I say my life changed in the blink of a lot, it changed in the blink of a lot. One second, I'm on a knee, and then the next second, I'm like, in the, I remember like in the ambulance, and I was like, duh, 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 duh. I was like, I was hearing, it's like, hello, hello, is your name Nate Diaz, Mr. Diaz? And I was like, I remember there's like a really bright light, and I saw six little figures over me, and I'm like, what is going on? And so I closed my eyes, and I was like, God, I said, this is real, I said, or if this is a dream, like, please wake me up. And I like removed my toes and my fingers, and I woke up to these like six people, like, he's alive. And I'm like, bro, what's going on? I'm like, I didn't know what was happening. And so I looked down. And I actually had, like, my cleats on and, like, my practice pants on. And, like, my shirt was cut in half. And I'm like, like, what in the world just happened? And I'm like, like Mr. Diaz, Mr. Nate Diaz, is your name Nate Diaz? I'm like, no. I said, my name's Anthony Diaz. And I was, like, pissed off. I got so pissed. I was like, what's going on? But I felt really slow. I was like, what's going on? And I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, it seems like you passed out. We had to bring you back to life. And I said, to life? I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, we're going to go take you to the hospital, this and that. And so, like, in the first five minutes, I guess, you know, resurrected Anthony. I feel like Jesus over here. I'm like, <laughs> I ended up going to the hospital. And so they're checking me. And so they ended up taking me to the Oklahoma Heart Institution. Because they're like, you suffered a sudden heart attack. But we don't know why. So we have to do these further analysis of, you know, these testings. And so, long story short, ended up spending the next five days in the Oklahoma Heart Institution, including Thanksgiving. Talk about, like, oh. what do you think of I spent Thanksgiving in, in the heart institution. Obviously, my, my mom was there. My dad was there. Some friends popped up um, just here and there. Just family. I had family all the way from California. Never met these people. They came and flew crazy. We can talk about that. That's a whole different loophole right there. Um, but, you know, they're running all these tests 24-7. Youngest person in the heart hospital, nurse, doctors. They're all like, what happened? So after all these tests, they said, 
there is nothing wrong with your heart. There is nothing structurally wrong. There is nothing physically wrong with your body. Your levels at the time of when we resuscitate, like everything was fine. You're a medical miracle. I heard that at least a hundred times in this five day period. And I was like, okay, like, how do you feel? I felt great. Like, I didn't feel anything, nothing prior to, you know, that day. Like, I was feeling fine. And so, there comes in, he's like, whoa, hey, my name's Dr. Gardner. I'm gonna, uh, I'm your, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what it is. Electrophysician, I don't even know what it is. Anyways, so hard, dude. But, anyways, um, they come into my office or into the hospital room, and it's like, you know, four days already passed, and they're like, hey, um, we don't know what's happening. You're a medical miracle. Like, you're perfectly fine, but because we don't know what happened, we're gonna put this thing called an IED, which is an internal disabler for people who probably have family members that are older. They, you've probably heard like pacemakers, probably heard like fibrillators. Um, so basically, this IED, um, I guess, like the shock, kind of back to the Grey's Anatomy thing. Uh, this, I guess, if I was to ever collapse ever again, kind of like what happened suddenly, um, it would shock me back to life. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's pretty cool. Like, I, you know, like, I'm over here thinking, though, I'm like, I need to get back to practice. Like, you know, when am I going to get out of the hospital? I feel fine. Like, nothing is wrong with me. Like, let's get this going. I was like, do we need this? Not. And so, long story short, the doctor was like, hey, yeah, we're going to have to put this thing inside you. But they're like, you're going to live a perfectly fine life. You're going to live normal. There's nothing happening but one thing. He was like, you'll never be able to play football again. And so my brother, which is, he was not 10. 10 at the time um when he was like he was standing in front of the bed um he heard when he heard that he went over to the window in the hospital room and, like he started crying for the next hour and a half and so that moment i was like oh my gosh like my life's about to completely change like the game that saved me from poverty and just a bad like a completely alter ego life is now being taken away from me all over some freak accident so surgery happens yada 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 and i ended up actually being at the game bedlam and I heard so many stories and accounts about, um, you know, people like they they came to find God because they were like, what we witnessed was something insane. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. So I guess so at the time when we started practicing, it was 75 and sunny. It was beautiful. That t- I guess the time that I hit the ground and like, I guess I died, they say, I'm, I'm not making this up. Um, there was over like 50, 100 accounts. The sky turned black and cold. And so in the shirt, there's like these doors that are like open up and close. There's this strong gust of wind, like the, it, it dropped down to like 50 degrees. Black the sky was black, and like these strong gusts happened to the point where like it broke like uh, one of the facility doors. Like it's like an eight, probably 12 foot, but like 30 foot door broke off the axle as I was on the ground. But when I woke up, I remember seeing the light, and the sun, like nothing ever happened. And so there was multiple counts of zaps. Like it's something out of like the Bible, like type stuff. But like. Um, yeah, that happened. So like, there, I when I when I got to Bedlam and like I heard the stories, even like continuing on, um, obviously like I was hearing all these stories how people's lives were changed and yada 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 and all this stuff, and I was just like, wow. But yeah, that's kind of like the summary, I guess, of me dying. Um, it wasn't really, I never really felt anything. I didn't. It just kind of like literally, for blink of eye, I was like, Bing! I was in a different world. I was like, whoa, like what's going on? So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the story of me basically dying. So. Oh my gosh. I mean, wow. I've never heard anybody tell their death story. So that's actually, yeah. I'm like shook right now. Well, I'm glad you're alive. Glad you made it. But have your, has your lens of like just appreciating life changed at all after that? I mean, honestly, what I'd say and you know, I've had to ask like a million times. Yeah. Because even after oh, I'm sure. Passes, um, I like I spoke to 
crowds of over almost 500 people. And this was right before Corona happened. So to kind of give you a timeline, this happened in November, Corona hit March. So like I was on a roll, like meeting all these people and then bam. But like, even like, even to this day, like actually having a day how to talk about it. It's funny. Um, but my lens in terms of perspective of life, it didn't really change, but there was this word that kind of came, like as I was gathering my thoughts, um, like the month like passed and like, it was like Christmas. And I remember it was like, I'm really thankful like for my life because I was like, I don't really see life differently, but I was like, what is it? Like, what, what, something changed, what changed? And so this word called revision came into my head and I was like, revision. Like, when you think of a vision, you think of like something you see, like kind of like dream, like it's a sight you see. Sometimes you see it physically, sometimes you see it in your head, like it's a, it's, it's a vision. And so like this, 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 it was constructed in my head, like in, in you know, in the mind of Anthony, it was like, Revision basically means you used to look at one thing one way, and so there has to be a quote-unquote, it's an action of re, like changing the way you look at something into another way. And it was like, there was nothing really that really revisioned my head, but it was like, there has to be a revision how you go along with life. So a lot of times before, I guess prior to this, I was very like, not anxious, but I was very like plan oriented. I needed to, I'm like, I'm a yes person. Like I need to be like, knowing everything's going on like, before I walk into a room. I'm very like people, my best friends know me and like people close to me know me. Like I'm like, I love being the leader. I love being like telling people what to do. I'm just like, like I'm an early bird. Like I like being on schedule. And so that, I guess like that and like many other aspects, like I revisioned the way I live life to where like today is like the day like Laura's made like let's be like let's rejoice and be glad and like this is the day that I have and it's like it made me understand that like this like happiness and like this peace in life it's only found in the day it's not found in what's happened it's not even happening it's not even what's gonna happen it's like for what is and so um nothing really like I said so that's a long answer but like nothing really changed because like my lens like I still look at life the same like I had really good morals it wasn't that like I didn't have faith or isn't that I didn't believe in anything or I was like nothing motivated now like I have every reason why to but it just made me revision the way I look at things it just instead of looking at this like for one way look at it this another way and I was like oh okay so yeah that that's kind of how it changed it was yeah so no that's huge that's a good answer and like even a few weeks ago um Pastor Craig talked about like reframing and like I feel like that's kind of what you're the same like thing path you're going on is it just like that's huge and honestly that matters so much of just like the way that you frame the way you look at things and um even like I said motivational Monday a few weeks ago um like you will in this life you will find what you're looking for and so if you're looking for a reason to like be upset then everything that's happened to you is you're you're gonna be upset but like if you're looking for a reason to be happy like you're gonna be happy and you'll find good things if you're looking for the Lord you'll find the Lord like you're looking for because if you go into a day you're like oh my gosh I've already missed my alarm I already like all this stuff and you're thinking it's gonna be a bad day then yeah you're gonna find a bad day and you're gonna have a bad day because that's what you're looking for so it's just like framing it to like all right well what do you want from this life and I feel like that's kind of like you're you're gonna you're gonna live your life because I mean three hundred years worth in about six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I honestly so like it's funny you saying because like this just popped in my head. Another thing that I really learned was like the concept of like what I need to do versus what I want to do. Oh, so, that's like, good. Like, oh, talk on that, people, Anthony. Like, Come like, on. A lot of people like in this life, like, and I was a victim, and like still I even find it, like I say a victim, but like I'm still at fault of this. But like, there's a lot of things that 
we think we need to do, like maybe it's on a daily basis where it's like by this or by this or by this, I need to do this. But in reality, it's just a desire that we want. The things that we need to do on a daily basis, honestly, that require like kind of like, like you said, like I can wake up and be like, oh, I missed this or I missed this, or I missed this. And it's just like, well, did I do what did I do what I need to do? Because, like, the rest of it is just something I want. Like, for me, it's, like, I know, like, when I first wake up in the morning, like, the first two hours of my life, like, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. But, like, the first two hours of my life, I spend time for myself, like, to get in, like, a headspace to be, like, let me see what this day, like, ha- what, what like what's going to happen today or, like, in, like, even, like, this is my time with God. I'm, like, what is going to go down so when, like, 7 o'clock hits, like, I know what I need to do, and most importantly, actually, I already did. I already did what I needed to do. Now, everything that's going to go on for the rest of the day is just something I want, and so it's allowed me to be like, "Oh, I know I wanted to like do my homework done, like get my homework done. Or I know I wanted to talk to this person, but like that can wait because I know if this day passes and the next day comes, I know I can still do it. It's not something that I need to do. And so it's relieved a lot of weight off my shoulders to be like, yeah, like don't frame yourself to like be so like microscopic like focus and like our culture tells all the time like be laser focused like yeah. vision like tunnel vision it's like a lot of times like that you're being your own like worst enemy whenever you do that so um yeah that's kind of yeah it's funny you say yeah. that so yeah, you miss kinda, like, i feel like you miss like the beauty of life when you're so yeah. laser focused oh yeah cuz like that's something oh sorry no you go you go <laughs> no it's like something i'm learning like even right now like like i said i'm in austin texas right now like I'm able to get away from the world, like, from Stillwater, Oklahoma, which love the place, but it's, like, yeah, college life. <laughs> but I'm able to get away for, like, a couple of days and be like, wow, like, look at the beauty of, like, being somewhere you've never been, trying foods you never tried, seeing not-so-great people on the street or, like, or, or just, seeing, like, getting great weather or, like, whatever it is. Like, I'm able to live in the moment, like, see the beauty for what life really is. Like, I saw a butterfly for the first time in, like, six months, and I was like, I sat there, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's a butterfly. It sounds so stupid, but I'm like, it's I a butterfly. My butterf- yeah. My butterfly is like my little spiritual animal. Like, I, my favorite animal is probably a butterfly. And there's, yeah. really? Yeah. All right. Good um, to know. I love it because, like, I think a butterfly represents, like, progress and, like, the process of life. I'm mm. like, like, it's like we seek the butterfly so much in life, but we never see the cocoon or never, we never see, like, the hibernation. All we see is a butterfly, but, like, those. But yeah. it's a good every time I see one it like reminds me of like everything is a journey, like life's a journey, like life's a process, like but like at the end of the day, everything will always end beautiful. Like right. it will. Like and that's like I don't know, every time I see a butterfly, but hence to say yes, that's like having that kind of mentality, like that present living like mentality, like it's just the beauty of life will truly pop out. Even the little things like like food. Yeah. I, say food. I love food, but you know, Not like or like friends or like being in places that you need, or even on this phone call, like this is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I'll be able to do this today and like be on a podcast, like that's beautiful. And, like will I do this tomorrow? I don't know. Did I do this before? Yeah or no. Like you know, but like I'm here now and this is the beauty of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love that uh butterfly analogy. It's like because I'm thinking over here, I'm like, okay. Yeah, butterflies, when I see them, I think they're so beautiful. But when I see a caterpillar, I'm like, that is disgusting. And somebody please step on that. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah. that turns into that. And I feel like a lot of times yeah. in my, like, walk with the Lord, that's how I am. Like, in a lot of yeah. places, yeah, I'm in the caterpillar stage. And it's not going to be pretty to get to be a butterfly, yeah. but it's going to be so worth it. And, like, oh, just yeah. the discipline of, like, just the reframing. Like, even yeah. the discipline of, like, giving up what I want now for what I want most. and um like you kind of hinted at it earlier but you get up like every morning and the first thing you do is like talk to the lord and read your bible and that takes so much discipline and that's like 
the cocoon that you don't see and we see like the butterfly anthony but it's like but how does oh, yeah. he get there and yeah. that's how is you're doing the stuff that nobody else sees and nobody oh, yeah. the dirty stuff nobody else wants to do and you know yeah. like they want the end results but they don't yeah. want the process and I, it's funny you said because like i was talking to one of my athletes actually yesterday i was telling him i was like we expect to eat the fruit of a tree, but we never plant. We never prepared the soil for the seed. Yeah. Oh, like, that's good. Oh, like, look, it's a whole. Like, I'm very, as you can tell, I'm a very visual person. Like, I don't like hearing very advanced words. It's it, it's not that I'm not smart. It's just like people like don't relate to like just big words or like complex ideas. People relate to like pictures or movies or music. That's why people love music or yeah. art. And so, like, I told him, I was like you can't expect the success of a seed without the preparation of the soil. And so like, like you said, like people discredit so much as to why life's going the way it's going, but people never prepare for any elevation to even happen. And so that's just, like you said, like, that's just something I've, it takes a lot of discipline. Like it, 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 in some days, like some days I don't wake up a fighter someday, or, you know, some days I fall short. Some days I don't do what I need to do, but I'm able to regain myself up and know I'm in momentum mm-hmm. to be, like you said, in order to be this butterfly, which I don't even look, I still think I'm a cocoon in reality, but you know, some people might see me as a butterfly. Um, I still think the preparation is so important before there's ever any elevation of life. And I know it's going to, like I said, it's, I know it's going to happen one day. And it continues to happen, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That is so good. Anthony, you're so wise. I feel like I'm growing from this podcast. I feel like everyone, um, we're all getting better together. Come on, there's things. Hey, I got a credit. I got a credit to all the books I read. Cause so in school, I've always been like, at one point I was like two grades behind, like on reading. And so now, but now like I'm so adamant about reading. Like right now I have actually, I brought three books to read. So literally. I've, and you're I've gone for like four days. <laughs> I've literally heard like from old people that like knowledge is power. And so like, yeah, I guess I have a little wisdom, but honestly, it's just because now I dig my nose in books, which is really weird. I'm not like that, but I've learned, like, I like doing things because then I can talk to people and they're like, oh. and so it's just, like you said, like, we all, we're, it's life's a continual learning. Like, it's a learning exercise. I'm yeah. just like, let me just learn more and let me share the learning to mm-hmm. other people. But yeah. Yeah, I never really liked learning because I feel like school scarred me. But now that I'm out of school and kind of like, I realize how cool learning actually is. And it's actually yeah. fun when you're learning about stuff yeah. that'll add to your life. No offense, exactly. school, but... <laughs> well, I, I feel now, look, if it wasn't for me almost graduating, I would have dropped out a long time ago. <laughs> if it wasn't for sports, I would never have been in college. Like, yeah. I was just like, but now I'm finally like in my 4,000 and 5,000 level classes. It's like, oh, like this is enjoyable. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, at least with the Learn business. A little something. Hey, I'm, imagine, like, I have a class, it's literally an imagination class. It sounds so stupid. Oh, my gosh. But it's an imagination class. Like, we learn how to imagine. Oh, that's cool. But, you know, but it's fun now, like, the learning process. Be like, wow, actually, there's a process to imagine. I didn't know that. But, yeah, learning is actually fun. It's just learning the right things is what we have fun in. It's just learning algebra one and oh. all the stupid stuff that the school system makes us learn. I'm just like, uh, yeah. But, but yeah what's your favorite book that you've read it's called boundaries i forgot who the author was but boundaries. it was probably one of the most prolific books it's called yeah it's called boundaries it, it taught me um there's kind of it's funny it's the frame thing it taught me that in life you had to set like borders and boundaries to i guess what's enough and what's not enough or you know what's too much or what's too little because if you never have like an aim it's almost like if you never have an aim to what you're about to shoot 
you can't complain as to what you shoot. And right. so, it, it, and, or more importantly, you're not just shooting because you're being told to shoot without aiming. And so um, that book was probably one of the most prolific books. Um, I'm actually reading this book called Soul Print by Mark Batterson. Um, it's talking about like how Christ has given you like an identity, like a soul print, almost like a finger, fingerprint, but like hints of what you do, what you say, how you look like, what you, you know, how much money you have. Like internally, there's already a plan set for you before you even do any of it. And so like he was basically explaining in the book um, on how that what's inside will always come out to, you know, we'll, what's inside will always come out. But it's a matter of us truly realizing that the outside is not where it begins, but it's in the inside. And so it's like an internal to external process. So that's a really great book for y'all who are listening. Um, and I can go on and on. What was that? Book. Soul Print? It's called Soul Print by Mark Batterson. Soul Print so, by Mark Batterson. Okay. Yes. Good to really know. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. I really it's like a short that. read. I read it actually on the way down to Austin. Like literally, I read it down. Like It was like, wow. yeah, it was a quick read. But I, when I read something, I realized I read really fast. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, but really good book that's a good problem to have book nerd shout out okay anthony well we got to finish this like we finished all of them and if you could tell your younger self one thing what would it be this sounds really like uh, i don't know how to put this it's not sad <laughs> or negative but if i could tell my younger self like right now um one thing it'd probably be like I'd probably tell him, like, it's okay to not be okay. Oh, come on. Preach about it. Let me, let me go into it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I've learned, and back to kind of what, hence to save the whole conversation we just had, um, I've learned that, like, a lot of times life doesn't go the way it goes. I've learned a lot of times that what we plan a lot of times never never falls. We can prepare for something for years, and then we get the opportunity, and then, like, quote-unquote, we fail. And we're not okay, or you know, we're mad, or we're angry, or we're sad. And so, with my past trials and my past struggles, and like my, I've had so many failures, I've I've been humiliated, yada yada yada. I felt like I was so hard on myself in those times of like you know being down in dumps, but because I I didn't think it was okay to not be okay. Like I thought, I'll well, everyone around me is doing good, but I'm not. And so, but I've learned now, like it's okay to not be okay because like life isn't always going to go the way it goes. Like life isn't always sunny. It's not greener on the other side. You always hear that, but it's green everywhere. It's just some days it's not green. Some see it's like, it's like seasons. Sometimes it's snowing, it's cold. Other times it's, you get dark like me and you're loving the sun. And so, um, I would tell myself and even like anyone listening, like it's okay to not be okay. And like understanding that will like release so much weight off your shoulders. And like you said, it, it makes you be in the present nothing of yesterday or tomorrow but being here for the day so yeah i wish i, I wish my younger self would have knew that i would have held myself from a lot of heartbreaks and a lot of disappointments and a lot of like failures and beat-ups and like a lot of i guess cycles i put myself in that i thought i was it was gonna work out but eventually like when i hit like hindsight's 2020 when i look right. back if i wouldn't that just like me doing something or saying something or being something i was better off not even starting it because yeah, I should have just learned it's okay to not be okay. So yeah, I'd say that. So. That's so good. I'm in the process of doing that right now. Like I've been numbed my feelings for so long and I'm just not realizing that. So I've been in the process of like, all right, Avery, it's okay to feel. And if it's feeling sad, that is okay. And it is okay yeah. if you're upset about something, but don't dwell in that feeling yeah. and don't like feel yeah. bad. Cause there's a huge difference of being like, 
not like dwelling in your sadness yeah. and feeling bad yeah. for yourself and like all What's the up? things that's so different than like yeah. you know being a healthy sad and realizing yeah. why you're sad yeah. but i've been trying to go through the process of like okay i feel sad right now avery let's think about this why are you sad what's yeah. making you sad and what does god say about this and so like filling that with um like truth from the lord because most of the times i'm feeling something and i'm like this is totally invalid and like yeah. what that's stupid i'm feeling bad for myself and i shouldn't yeah. be doing that so and a, and a lot of it is you're looking at you're you're visioning something in the wrong way which requires right. it, back to the revision thing like it requires you from looking at one thing one way and making it look differently with the truth mm-hmm. that as it says like the truth will set you free like and that's that's spiritual you know, if you're a believer or not, or that's just life. The right. truth will set you free. When you know the truth of something, like, you will be free. Like, hey, is, does Jerome like me? Yes or no? Well, whatever the answer is will set you free. You know, or mm-hmm. like, oh, is this bad for me? Like, is this poisonous? Or well, the truth will set you free, or it will literally kill you, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's true. The truth will set you free whenever you you first have to see what is it that you don't like or, you know, you, you're not you're not content with. And then what is the truth that you believe in so it can be changed so yeah, yeah that's so powerful I, i'm in the process too um this year i'm my words redemption so like mm. there's a lot of things i've known and so like i'm in the process of signing too like dang like i need to stop looking like this or i need to stop doing this or i need to stop thinking like this or i need to stop speaking like this or like oh dang every time i'm in that situation i need to change the way and like know the truth and everything because it's humiliating but like you said like it's it's a process and Eventually, we won't be perfect, but we have to be progressive in what we're doing. So, mm. um, yeah, but no, nah, I like that, though. So. That's good. Yeah. That's so good. Well, this is so fun, Anthony. Thank you for finally... Every time I see Anthony, he's like, everyone, we're going to do the podcast. I'm like, we, we can. We finally put a date on it, and it's happening. So I'm glad I'm glad we got to do this all the way from Austin, Texas. But it <laughs> was so fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know I've been... I've been, I've been Yeah, that's huge. That, that's, 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 what's, that's what all this is about. I mean, that's why that's we do what we do. Yeah. Yeah, like that's what we do. We do like, and so yeah. Thank you so much, and thank y'all for whoever's listening. Like, shout out me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, if you think I'm not like, if you think anything that I just said was fake, literally Google my name. Haters will say it's fake. Lord knows. Oh, come on, come on. Thank you so much again for the opportunity. Of course. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Days with A's podcast. We definitely got better and we had fun. Those are our two goals, right? I'm so thankful for you and I cannot wait to hang out again soon. So if you want to keep up to date, throughout the weeks with um, this podcast you can follow us on Instagram at days with A's and um, if you want to stay in touch with me Avery King or aka A's you can follow me on Instagram at Avery King underscore but see you again soon miss you already